The topics shared on Talk Dollars Make Sense are for entertainment purposes only and is not to be taken as advice. If you would like advice, please seek help from a qualified professional. This episode is proudly sponsored by Wipe Credit Clean. How good is the team at Wipe Credit Clean? They have a 97% success rate. If you have bad credit or you have any questions about your credit, reach out to the team at Wipe Credit Clean. You can reach them at www wipecreditclean.com.au or admin at wipecreditclean.com.au. On this week's episode, we're joined by Lani from Wipe Credit Clean. She's the director and owner of Wipe Credit Clean and also her new business, Snatch Clinic. Lani shares what bad credit is and how to solve it. Welcome to Talk Dollars Make Sense with your hosts, Caleb and Jess. This is the podcast where we try to make sense of it all. We talk to experts in their field, whether it's finance, property or business. We unpack their journey of making a dollar and what their tips are for success. So tell us, who is Lani, you know? I, I know you very well, but yeah. I reckon there's a lot of people out there who don't know you. Mm. What kind of Lani? Which Lani are we talking about? Talking about the personal Every Lani. Every type of Lani. Yeah. Yeah, we've got obviously business Split Lani. Personality disorder. Powerful, bus- <laughs> powerful businesswoman. Yeah. And then we've also got Lani when she's at home being a dog mum. Like, oh. who's that? Dog mum. <laughs> Look, she's pretty boring, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> she just likes to do her own thing, go out to lunch by herself, go to dinner by herself. <laughs> Really just like to be alone. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, and what what is your number one, I guess, what's your thing that makes you better get away from it all and better zone out, have some time to yourself? Yeah. What's that number one, non-negotiable? Driving my M4. Nice, car oh. drop. Yeah. Oh. Did you finance it by any chance? Yes, of course I did. Yeah. <laughs> Under the business. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. We can get sharp rates for business finance. <laughs> that was not a sponsor. Um <laughs> In terms of bi- businesswoman, Lani, what's she look like? <sighs> really good salesperson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's your? What would you say was your number one teacher in sales? Did you teach yourself or? No, I did not. No. So I used to do um, door knocking. Yep. Mm-hmm. So trying the to real sell. Vibe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was actually a receptionist for a door knocking company, and I used to go on road trips with the guys and. Yeah. Go out in the field with them. That was hard. That was like gut wrenching when people would just be like, Psh, slam the door yep. in your face. Um, and then I got into another industry mm-hmm. and uh, learnt sales from hands down best salesperson you'll ever meet in your life. Name drop. Go on. <sighs> Jordan Maloof. Yeah. I don't think anybody. Do you know Jordan? Don't know him personally. Um, Sounds like a great guy. It is a guy, <laughs> yeah. yeah? Yeah, it is a guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, yeah. I think sales is so important for everybody to learn, regardless 100%. of where you are Every, in life. Any industry. It's yep. it, it makes you really realise how to decipher someone's conversation when you're having a yep. conversation. And the whole fact of never taking no, like always opening up. If someone goes, you know, you ask them a question, you go, no. Okay, well, why have you said no? Yep. Don't ever stop it, just... Take Grant Cardone. Yeah, like it's just Never it's wild. The Entails. amount of information you can get out of somebody just by asking, "What do you mean by that?" Yep. Mm. is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And in terms of, I guess, the the sales side of it, was it hard being a receptionist? You know, not having a desk. 
you know, because you were door knocking. No, because we still had an office. Oh, you still had an office? Yeah, we had an office in Mm. Surface and then we would road trip around Australia. Often? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we'd go to Melbourne and Sydney and all around the place. But that was like short term. That wasn't very long term. The next role was four years in sales. And then I ran a sales, I was a sales manager for a credit repair company. Yep. Um, And I managed like, I don't know, how many do we have? Maybe like 10, 12 salespeople yeah right that's teaching them from the bottom people yep. with no sales experience yep. none mm-hmm. is that like cold calling or is that <coughs> warm leads yep. so inquiries yep. but off ads from google yep so pretty much cold calling yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much did you yeah. inquire no yeah <laughs> mm. how did that yeah. <laughs> how do you feel that helped with your credit business heaps it's the whole reason why I can turn – and it's not just with my clients. I'm talking about creditors as well. So yep. it could mm. be that they're saying no and I'm going, well, why are you saying no? Mm. Like just yep. diving further into that no and then eventually getting a yes. Yep. And that's why we have – I would like to say the highest success rate in the industry, but I can't. Um, one of the highest. and We're sitting at 97%. So The best awesome. in Australia. You heard it here first. Um, <laughs> in terms of – Credit repair itself, obviously, some people might know what it is, some people might mm. not. How about you give us a quick rundown in a nutshell oh of what God. credit repair is? That nutshell mm. is huge. Okay, so um, <clears throat> let's say you go for a loan and you get declined. That's majority of the time, about 90% of the time, it's because you got bad credit. Mm. So bad credit could be a default, judgment, a clear out. It could be Um, a low credit score due to too many uh, inquiries, which means you've applied too many times for a loan in a, you know, six months. Mm -hmm. It could be uh, late payments on a credit card. It could be identity theft. Um, Anything that's really negative on your credit report, we fix. Um, The reason why we fix it is so that you can go back to a lender. <laughs> or a broker, broker people. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Scratch that. A broker. <laughs> and um, get a really competitive interest rate. Yeah. Because mm. your only option when you've got bad credit is higher interest. So I'll give you an example. Let's just say you want a car loan. You've got bad credit. You're looking at 25% up in interest if you don't mm. fix it. With it being removed, you're looking at between 5 to 7%. That's a lot of money. If you put that Big against time. a home loan... Yeah. It's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars yep. that you're going to spend. And it could be because bad credit lasts for five years. So you could be stuck in that home loan at 11, 15% for five years. Mm. Yep. And let's unpack a myth. <clears throat> bad credit is bankruptcy. Lies. Exactly. Big fat lies. Yeah. No. So there's a lot, there's different types of bankruptcy too. And yep. <laughs> a lot of the issue is, is, now it's more regulated, which is great. But back in the day, a lot of people were going bankrupt um, over <laughs> 15, 20 grand. Oh, don't tell me about it. And the Optus and Telstra days, I don't know if you did this during high school. Or this is bad, me probably being in this industry now. But you know, there was a <laughs> lot me. of friends uh, in, the, in the school group and we'd have our first Optus bill or our first uh, Telstra bill rack up a bit of charges on the new iPhone 4 and then we'd be like, can't afford it, we'll just declare bankruptcy. <laughs> Boom. And just thought it was like a smoke bomb and we could just leave it and just No, I definitely it. did not Personally, do that. Personally, I didn't do that, just for the record. If you are I listening. really hope. <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> I, I do know of people. I'm going to declare bankruptcy. I do no. know of people. 
Really? Yeah. Not wow. over a phone yep. bill. It has over to be like, bill. no, it can't be. It yep. needs to be accumulated over a certain Probably amount. default now looking back. Yeah, it was definitely a deep. education I have yeah. now, but <laughs> that's what we thought we were declaring at the time. Oh, yeah. You Again, we as a collective, not meaning me. Yeah. Just meaning from a, from a collective that I sat back and watched this yeah. unfold. But yes, yeah, definitely no. defaults because yep. utilities um, and telecommunications are the highest defaults across no the surprise. board. Yeah, yep. but you've got different types of bankruptcies, and back in the day, people or accountants, etc., would just advise people to go bankrupt, not knowing the effects that it has on someone's credit report. Yep. So even if you go bankrupt and you go part nine, you still got to pay back a percentage of it. Yep. If you go full bankrupt, you don't pay anything back. But the consequences of that is still having bad credit for five years. Mm. It People still think, stays oh, on there. Free money. Yeah, like cool. I don't have to pay that back. Yeah. Well, you know, unless you're really in in a sticky situation yeah. and hundreds of thousands, and you just can't pay it, then yep. of course that's that's an option, and it's great that Australia yep. has that option. It's fantastic. But on the other hand, it's really important to educate yourself on how can I prevent myself from not doing that. Yep. Because mm. that is like last option yeah. on the planet of earth last last option would you say you know there's companies out there like these debt collection companies and part of their sales perspective <laughs> is to talk people into this oh yeah oh, oh yeah i've got options for you it'll yeah. just affect your file for five years but hey don't read the fine print so debt collectors don't normally do uh, bankruptcy yep they do persuade people to pay debts that are stat barred yep which is, I'm not too sure if you guys know what that is. Educate the listeners. Okay, so there's a statute of limitations for collecting debt in Australia. It's six years, right? So if a client hasn't made, or a consumer, hasn't made any payments in those last six years, yep. um, <clears throat> it's on sold to a debt collector, and then the, the debt collector rings them, let's just say, six years in one day. Yep. And they make a payment. Um, that makes them liable for that debt for another six years. Yep. But legally, they can't actually collect on that. So... The client has to call. They can't call the client after six years, sorry. So if that happens, you're paying a debt that's meant to be completely wiped. wiped. So you're not supposed to pay that. Once it's stat barred, it's deleted. That's it. Never heard of it again. It could be 50 grand, 100 grand, doesn't matter. Yep. So yeah. the people, they're actually then out of pocket. That Well, they just, it would, Australians just aren't educated in regards to finances. So we don't, no one talks about it. Mm. Yeah, like nobody talks about it. No mm. one. There's nothing in school about credit reports. There's nothing about, you know, what happens when you leave when you're 18. How does a credit – does anybody here – you over there. Do you know how a credit report gets created? Call it out the producer. Oh, no. shit. <laughs> it's crazy. No one knows. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, that's another reason why we started this whole podcast, though, because we're trying to educate people on so 100%. many things that yeah, we don't be, get taught in school. Trying to take over schools and universities over here. <laughs> Do you know what's crazy though is I've actually reached out to majority of the high schools on the Gold Coast to come and do a sit down, let's just no. say an hour, yep. mm. and they've all rejected me. You know um, why? I'm not like saying pay me. I'm like, let me come in and educate the kids before mm. they leave. It's it's because mm -hmm. of the influencer age, you know. Tammy Hambrow is probably already in there educating them on how to start their Instagram. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, well, look, if you still need to know about finances. <laughs> mm -hmm. Just even like going out of like what happens when you leave school and how a credit report gets created and not Absolutely. to go and get yourself in debt in, yep. a, in yeah. a car that you can't afford. Like yep. 
And like what I – a big eye-opener for me when I first got in this industry was all the inquiries. Yeah. And I never thought about that. But I guess when people – they think they're doing the right thing by shopping around or Get looking at – the best at, deal. Exactly. Not. But yep. no, it all comes up on their credit report, which was so crazy to me. But so yeah, And it blows me away that as you know, brokers, they can oh, make don't even start for you and yep. it doesn't show up on your credit file. They yeah. can mm. shop for the best deal. I but having said, that, <laughs> <laughs> having said that, there are a lot of brokers out there that go and apply left, right and centre and it hits the client's credit report. Yes. Please don't Not be us. that broker. Mm. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> but just so you guys know, to keep a healthy credit score – it's four to five inquiries in a space of 12 months. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Four, to four to five. Say it louder for the people in the back. Four to five. Inquiries <laughs> in the last 12 months? 12 months, yeah. 12 yep. months. So every 12 months, you can make four to five inquiries. Not in one hit. I'm talking like, and don't apply if you don't need it. And get a broker. Yep. Just get a broker. Don't go Thank looking you. for yourself. Exactly. Don't do that. Brokers. Let us do the work for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they don't even charge you fees. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's free Slave labor. Exactly. <laughs> Preach it. Um, in terms of, yes, I guess, around defaults, mm-hmm. you know, let's be honest, Australians love defaults, unfortunately. Yes. But what is the limitations around that? Is there a certain amount? Because I'm thinking of my gym membership friends. You know, they don't pay their gym membership. They just ignore <laughs> it for a while. There's a gym yeah. debt. Is there a, like a particular amount that's a minimum for it yes. to be reported as a default? Correct. $150 which mm-hmm. is ridiculous. It's outrageous. It should be way more than that because the consequences of having something so small yeah. on your credit r- report ruins your financial freedom for the next five years. Can't get mobile phone plans, can't open up utility accounts, can't get any finance at competitive rates. Yep. Even if you pay it, it doesn't remove it. It doesn't matter. Like $150, it's just crazy that that's even So that's another myth. You know, mm. I've got a default from Panthera Finance and I call them up because my mortgage broker advises me I've got a <laughs> default and Panthera <laughs> go, don't worry, just pay it and it'll disappear. <laughs> yeah. Is that a myth or is that true? That is a 100% myth. Unless you have an agreement between you and the creditor, which is very slim, they'll only do it if they've either it's on compassionate grounds or let's just say your house burnt down and you had a utility bill. I'm just this is actual yep. example. Yep. You ring them, you tell them the story, you provide them with evidence. It's very highly likely that they actually will remove it if the account is paid. Right? But paying any default does not automatically remove it. Do they have to it. remove it though? No, exactly. definitely not. No. Yep. So, yeah, right. Just black and white, paying a default doesn't remove it. Do you want to just do a quick little definition of a default in case anyone's a little bit confused too? So it's any bill that's been outstanding for longer than 60 days that's over $150. So you're talking utilities, personal yep. loans, car loans, credit cards, afterpay, um, gym, anything, any type of finance where you've signed a contract. Yep. As soon as that goes outstanding for longer than 60 days and it's $150. Days. Yeah. So if I don't pay my Optus bill for two months, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But having said that, if you've communicated within those 60 days, then that's fine. As long as you're communicating. What if you're communicating? What if, you know, Mm. you're hitting a rough patch for some reason, you don't pay your $30 Optus bill? Jeez, I wish Optus only charged $150. And then you left it for, oh yeah, $150. So there's a limitation. (laughs) Um, And racked it up and you were like, you know, one month in, you go, sorry guys, haven't been paid yet. Yeah. I'll get back to you. Good question. It depends on who you speak to, to be honest, because majority of lenders or creditors are 
extremely helpful. Like they really are. You just need to go and it's hard because you call Optus, you get thrown around to six different departments. With us, we have direct contact details to the correct department to speak to where if you call and you're a consumer, you get round and round and round. So it's really important that if you are suffering financial hardship and you can't pay it, that you do everything via email, right? I know it's hard for uh, telecommunications um, or utilities, but majority of them have an app. So if you're writing in the app that you're suffering financial hardship, you need an extension, as long as you're communicating, they will offer it to you because they're supposed to. What if I'm writing in the Optus app? This is coming from an Optus customer. So this is no, I'm an Optus customer no too. slamming on Optus, but yeah. I write in the Optus app, hey guys, experiencing financial hardship, we've got a $150 bill owing. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to make the repayment this month. Yeah. And then next thing you know, Oh, I get a reply. Awesome. They're, they're so fast with the replies. It was five seconds. Yeah. Next thing you know, chatbot. Yeah, I know. What do you do? Is that then I've contacted them? Is that my ads? No, you need to try. Yeah. Like, it's different. Like, majority of the clients that we have, their bad credit is from extreme financial hardship. Yeah. I'm talking about divorce, you know, financial abuse from their partners, um, physical abuse. Like, they're very they're in that mind of depression. Yep. So for them, calling Optus is not their number one priority. Their mm-hmm. number right. one priority is being depressed. Yeah. So if you, as long as you're trying and you try, then that's all you can do. If yep. you don't have the mental capacity and you're in that state of mind, there are services to help you like our service. Yep. Um, but that's after the fact. So yeah. as long as you're trying, that's all that matters. Yep. Mm. And in terms of, I guess... Yes, the missed repayment history. Yes. This is a big one. Yeah, yeah. Because I know, me personally, I didn't know that could get fixed for quite a while. sure can. (laughs) Why don't you touch on that? Okay, so what we're talking about is repayment history. So we're talking about late payments. It's only just come in, I think, in what is it, like last two years? 12 12 months? Maybe even 18 months. Yeah, it's very recent. So on your Equifax, on your credit report, it will state a liability even if it's closed or open. So let's just say... You got a credit card with Commonwealth, right? You got a limit of a thousand. It will actually state on there if you've made payments to it every month consecutive of twenty-four months current, if that makes sense. So it shows if you've missed any payments in the last twenty-four months. Even if you close the card yeah, and you made a, a lot yeah, if you made a late payment, let's just say January and the, you close the card and you finalize it today, that repayment from January will still show on there for another twelve months. Oh well, whatever. Twenty-four months. Yeah. But we're talking now as in, what are we in, October, January, let's just say, whatever, a year and a bit. 14 months. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it'll stay on there for another 14 months. Just because you close an yep. account and a liability does not mean that it gets removed from your credit report. Yeah. Mm. Um, so with the repayment history, it's really important for people to understand that it doesn't matter the amount. Mm. Okay. So... You could, a lot of times when you close off a credit card or you close off an account, there's always like a service fee and a lot of people don't take that into consideration. It might be $4, $5, $20, right? That there keeps the account active and it still counts every month. And let's just say you're like, oh, I've closed it. I've got nothing. Not wor- not going to worry about it. So you know, you're getting emails and you're like. Yeah, you're like, oh, I've closed it. I don't know what that's that? about. Probably some sort of marketing material. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So then, what happens is, let's just say you go two months, that leaves one month 
a number one and a number two in arrears. And what that does is it dramatically drops your credit score. So you could have a score of 800 and because of $20 and it's been late for 60 days, um, you could have a score of 400. The interest rates in that, I Big. mean, huge. Mm. You're talking like three to 6% difference. Yep. Yep. Um, so it doesn't matter the amount. It could be a dollar, it could be 10,000. If you are scheduled and you know that you've got a credit card or a car loan that's due on that day, it's really important to pay it before that day comes because if you don't have money in your account and it withdraws and it goes back in and then you pay it two days later, it will still come up on your credit report as a late payment. And you're judged by that. You guys know that. Yeah, you judge like Mm. very harshly. It doesn't really matter the amount either. Yeah, that's crazy too. I think that's good for everyone to know like a day or two. And exactly. Yeah. It'd be up shit creep. But I'd add on that, it's crazy to what level they will look at that. Like the account could be closed 20 months ago. There's still one little yep. hit that on that <laughs> credit file. <laughs> it falls off next month. Yeah, it falls <laughs> up next month. And the CBA is like, um, nah. sorry, hon, not going to look at that one. Um, doesn't have good uh, repayment history. Which is just ridiculous. Yeah. It's It's silly that they brought that in. I think it's because what they've done now is if you go into an agreed financial hardship application with a creditor, it reports it on the credit file as you are in a hardship um, agreement. It doesn't affect your credit score though. It does show up. It shows up, but it doesn't affect your score. And I'm like, well, it should affect the score because it's a correct representation of them not paying the account. Mm. But also I would – Argue. I mean, I haven't been in. I don't know if you've been in this position with a client, but Mm-mm. I would argue if that showed up in a file, more than likely, especially the majors, they're going to look at that and be like, "Oh yeah, no." What this guy can't pay his bills, yeah. but he can apparently get a mortgage is what you're s- suggesting. Yeah, yeah, which is absolutely <laughs> crazy. Like it yeah. should represent correctly. If they can't pay their current finances, yep. why should they have a good credit score to obtain new finance? That's just exactly. ridiculous. How do they then get out of that? Once they're, well, it'll stay on there. It's the same as like, so once they've finished whatever agreement they've had, so they might, normally it's not a continuous agreement. It's agreement for a month, three months, yep. right? Oh, or okay. six months. Yep. So it'll go there and then it'll just go back to normal reporting. Mm-hmm. But if it comes to those three months and they're still in arrears, it's going to report on the credit file how many months they're in arrears. Yeah. And as soon as it hits that file, the credit Boom. score drops. Now, buy now, pay later. Big talking point. Big talking point. It's just do so they show face. Up? That's enough. Yeah. Do <laughs> they show it. up on credit file? That was like very limited English. Say it again. Does it show up on your credit file? Oh. Um, like the repayment history. Like if I'm with Afterpay, I'm paying off a nice sweet Afterpay, yes. Zip pay is not on there yet. I haven't yeah. seen one zip pay, but Afterpay, yeah. I've had Afterpay defaults. Afterpay defaults. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So Do they rank and zip pay in zip money? I've had zip money. Huh? Do they that? rank worse than, like, I remember you saying a while ago. Depending on what industry and stuff they can. Oh, be that's inquiries. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So with inquiries, just touching on that, what what Jess is trying to explain is that um, you have good inquiries and bad inquiries. So if you go and apply for a cash converters loan, that's a high interest loan lender. It makes you look like you're desperate. It makes you look like you have no access to any type of funds or you have any savings. Shout out to cash converters. Yeah, cashies. <laughs> <laughs> but it reduces the credit score and it does yeah. it for a reason because then it makes other lenders be aware that 
this person is desperate for funds. Mm. So if you are applying, don't be applying. If you've got savings, there's no need for you to go to cash converters. You can go and get a loan because cash converters are high interest. So it's cool that it's quick cash, but that quick cash for 300 just cost you $600. Oh, you know the one that really annoys me? So this can be a rant. Sad story. On the podcast, probably tune out if you don't like rants. Uh, my pay now and those sort of guys, the one where it's like literally they advance someone's pay for a massive oh, fee. I don't know how that's. How's that legal? Mm. I don't know. Don't, I don't, I don't want to get into that. I'm not sure. I don't yeah, know. I'm pretty sure one of them sponsor an NRL team. Again, big supporter of the NRL. Don't come <laughs> at me. But Who do you support though? Nah, I don't want to get into that. Either. Oh, can I guess? <laughs> no, you yeah. definitely can't. Um, <laughs> But I'm pretty sure I've seen them on like a jersey of a team and then they always pop up during the ad break. I'm like, you're just literally promoting mm. the it's chance of someone having their pay, which is their own right as a human being yeah. for working a job, early. Yeah. Look, if you can't budget, you don't deserve a loan. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. If you haven't learnt to budget, what makes you think having more money and paying back more, more money per week is going to benefit you? Exactly. It's, doesn't mm. It's crazy. It's crazy how easy it is to get a cash converter's loan. It is or scary. nimble. Or money like, me. It's so easy. And they lend to people who have bad credit already. Yep. Hmm. Which is even worse. 100%, 100%. Like you're giving loans to people who are already financially unstable at a high interest rate. Yeah. What do you think the like number one problem is or – a client, the typical client that you see all the time, <laughs> yeah. like what's like the most common thing that you're always helping people with? Most common mistake. Are you talking like, uh, you mean from them personally being a consumer or are you talking about their credit file? Uh, both. both. Yeah, collectively okay. like what's, mm. I guess it's. Like what's the most typical we don't thing that we should like. not have to come to you as a business, <laughs> but like what is the yeah. number one thing what that can we warn people, people about? Yeah. Okay, if yeah. you're moving address... Tell a lender, okay? okay? Tell utilities, not utilities, sorry, tell telecommunications. <laughs> well, utilities uh, as well. Utilities, you need to you close might want off. Power people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also closing off a previous account. Definitely. And updating them with your new address of where you're moving to. Yep. Because if you close that off and you're like, I didn't get a bill, and they're like, Well, we sent it to that address, mm. it is your responsibility to update your information. It is not the creditor's responsibility. So the biggest thing that we always see in regards to default are people moving and not updating people. Do you think that's because of email? Because um, we think that... Yeah, like you yeah, think, ah, be. 21st century, yeah. that's a yeah. email. Saying that, you need to make sure that you've ticked that on the contract. Yes. <laughs> so Get just them email, yeah. not mailed <laughs> to you. But it comes, there's a lot of things. So, you know, when an account becomes overdue, there's a lot of um, steps that creditors need to take. So if you tick email and that email address is from 1992 <laughs> and you don't know your login, that's your fault. Hot girl 101 at yeah. Hotmail. <laughs> <laughs> Snazzy shoes, 202. The craziest e – I've seen some crazy email addresses. I'm like, oh, I don't even want to say that out loud. I love it. Like when you see – like it's particularly from an inquiry point of view, like uh, I don't know if you've had it as well. But you have a customer inquiry and they're like oh, – and you're just like, what's your email address? And they're like a little bit ashamed. Like, yeah. don't judge me. This is from uh, 1996. <laughs> and you're like – Please now send it through. This is literally my partner. <laughs> yeah. I need him to get another email address because he has like <laughs> high school day 
email and then he has like a little bit more what, mature <laughs> semi-adult it's Bryce <laughs> underscore fish oh. and I'm like, okay we've got to work on that one more time when we got our home loan and I kept seeing it everywhere I was like okay we've got to change this <laughs> oh, I love the ones from primary school clearly the bomb. Like they were, yeah, yeah and they were like loves lollipops and you're like <laughs> real creative <laughs> Anyway, yeah. could have a whole podcast dedicated to that. Um, in terms of other tips for people, you know, yes. changing address, changing email address, ticking yes. the box, what else? Yeah. Um, don't be afraid to communicate. I know obviously once you get into financial hardship, it's really hard to kind of get out of that rut. Yep. And a lot of like having debt gives depression. Like mm. that's one of the biggest forms of depression is mm. financial. Yep. Like it's huge. So if you are in that position, even if you can't call and someone can call for you and act like you, obviously make sure you're in the room. Um, no fraud around here. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Consent, please. Yeah. yeah, you need to consent. But even ringing and having someone help you mm. could prevent you from five years of even more depression. Yep. Pain and anguish. It is like – and don't get me wrong, we can fix it, but our fees – I think they're affordable, but it's still money. Like I charge mm. fees for my business. It's not mm. free. So even if you did do, you didn't call them and you do go into financial hardship and you get all this bad credit, yes, it can be amended, but you're going to have to pay for a service for that to be done. Mm. So to prevent that, just communicate. Communication is the key in yeah. life in general. Yep. And also just knowing that there are so many options out there, like no matter your situation, yep. there is someone that can help you. Oh, like. 100%. Even if someone, like I help a lot of women who are going through domestic violence and they're leaving their partners. I do a lot of free work for those women. Um, I educate them as well. Like yep. just if you, if someone has a question and you're like, I don't know what to do, just ring me. Yep. Like I am open to have any conversation about anything. doesn't matter what it is. Mainly keeping awesome. about a credit file, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> go to chat. <laughs> we also want to chat about the best gin that's out there, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of businesses, what would you be your advice around maintaining their credit file for that? Oh, that's really hard. Look, to be honest, accountants, again, uh, a lot of people, bigger businesses, allow their accountants to deal with their accounts. Yep. The issue that you have is that accountants sometimes think that they're entitled and they do whatever they feel is best for how they're feeling at that moment, not what's best for the client. Yep. So I have so many defaults from on company files from accountants not paying invoices on time. That's mm. it. Forgetting to pay it. Oh, I didn't want to pay it yet. And cash they have the cash. Yeah, it's not. Cash You've got flow, the cash. It's mm. not that. You but surely, like, if it was cash flow... Invoice financing. Don't want to be like shouting out early pay <laughs> or anyone like that. Hit us up uh, if you want a sponsorship opportunity. But um, you know, yeah. there is opportunities out there for cash flow if it is yeah. a cash flow thing. So yeah. still, there's really no excuse for that. Yeah, it's mainly results also in arrogant business owners yep. thinking that they can just get away with whatever. There's a lot of I've taken on a actually refused a lot of clients business owners because they deliberately go out, borrow funds and don't pay small businesses back. You reckon they're the worst for it versus consumers? Uh, nah. Nah? <laughs> no. No? No. Yeah. Commercial still? Oh, to be honest, it's 50-50 really. But I would say there are a lot of people who are committing fraud that are a consumer. Oof. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. 
Like I've got a few clients take them on board and be like, oh, dodgy. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> I can help you, but, like, don't go doing this again. Like, that's mm, that's just fueling the lunchroom chats right there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they've got a problem. I'll fix it for them. But a lot of consumers are committing fraud. It's yep. It's easy. I know that sounds – I don't go and do it, but it's not that hard. See what happened with Optus? Well, mm. yeah, Shout out on to that, Optus. <laughs> on the Optus leak, what's – you know, a big talking point at the mm. moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we in danger, first and foremost? If I'm an Optus customer, which I am, thanks Optus. So am I. Um, <laughs> yeah. Am I in danger of people taking my credit file for a run? Look, I don't – there's a way to put a ban on your credit file. I don't know how people don't know about this, but you can call – Equifax and put a ban on your credit file so no one can apply for finance under your name. I recommend doing that. If you're an Optus customer, I would highly recommend doing that. So is that something I can just have in place full time? Yeah. Yep. yep. And then once you're ready to apply for finance, you can remove the ban. So do I have, if well, I'm really say going to my mortgage broker for a home loan, yes. do I then say call Equifax first to let them know I'm about to apply for a home loan? You need to do that. They can't do that for you. Is that what you said? No, like not oh, me as the mortgage sorry. broker. I'm, sorry. I'm a consumer. Jess yes. is my mortgage broker. So I'm going to Jess for mm-hmm. a home loan. Yes. Because I'm ready. Yes. And uh, she's going to do all the work for me. Thank okay. you. <laughs> uh, all free of charge, may I add, because uh, yeah. it's free service. Yeah. But um, And I can't get into Equifax. <laughs> yeah. Because it's bad. Does that no. mean she can't apply for the home loan Correct. because I've got a You band? need to do it. Yeah, okay. You need to call Equifax. Yeah. Yep. Um, keep in mind, having an Equifax account... A lot of people don't realise this, but there are three credit reporting bodies in Australia. And I'll give you an example of a very angry, angry broker, um, which happened last week. So she sent through a client and provided an Equifax credit report. Yep. We fixed the Equifax credit report. She put the loan through with ANZ. It got declined because there was a default on his Ilion file. Ooh. Right? So she came back to us going, you need to refund the client because you haven't removed the default. And I'm like, <laughs> honey... You didn't provide us with the with that report. Yep. If we had that report, we would fix it, but we we don't. If we knew about it, we would have amended it. There was no way in this world that I would mend one file and then be like, oh, there's bad credit on the other one. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> so a lot of people don't realise there's three credit reporting bodies in Australia. So you've got Equifax as your major, but if Number you one. go to any lender, majority of them check all three. So Who are the three? Yeah. Uh, Experian, Ilion and Equifax. But you need to be, as a broker, you need to be checking all three. Because, so, yep. So they're p- all picking up on different things. Correct. Like. So they're all completely mm. different companies, yep. right? They're not, they're all governed by the same rules, et cetera, yep. but they're individual companies. So um, it's stupid. There should just be Equifax, but there's not. Like lenders should just literally just be using Equifax. Mostly do, but. Yeah, that like, was the only one that we've had. But that's only. Had but you still will see well. like an example. ANZ, they checked yeah. Ilion as well. Yeah. Having said that though, when you go and put uh, an application in, they only pull Equifax's credit reports. When you put a full application in, yep. they check all three. Yep. So it's really the lender's fault. That's my dog's hair on there. Whoopsies. Um, so it's really the, the lenders. The lenders need to be providing all three to the brokers. Yep. That's what needs to be done. Mm. To have I mean, mm. just a quick idea for a tech company, if you're listening, um, having a credit check tool where you could check all three all at once, that would be game-changing. Mm-hmm. They charge so much. So for for me as a credit repair company, to check a Equifax credit report, it's $45. Check a company, it's $70. Surely with the good work you're doing, Equifax will No, they out. hate me. That's why. Or a, or no, I wish. Nice <laughs> discount. 
<laughs> That's why they charge so high because we always <laughs> remove defaults. Um, but then you go across to Ilion and Experian and they charge also if you want to have like an IP with their company. So you, to pull all three as a credit repair company, I'm looking at 150 to $200 per client Ooh. before I even charge them anything. Wow. It's not that's I would make no money. As a consumer, mm. though, we can access free. free copies of our credit file. That's yeah? correct. Mm. And are they accurate or are they just like... Yeah, 100%. So you should only be t- obtaining a credit report from Equifax, Ilion and Experian. Do not apply or obtain one from Get Your Credit Score. Um, get Credit, credit Check. It's not a credit reporting body in yep. Australia. It's not valid. Yep. They, mm. pull com- they just pull your information and then they offer Does you finance. Does that affect... Your credit score then no. by checking your credit score with companies. No, like, and I don't. I don't know where that came from because that's definitely. I have so many people ask me that. Debunked. Yeah, pardon. Debunked. Yeah. What is this gone? Debunked. 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 Sorry. <laughs> Debunked. I can't even speak. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. You that's can check true. your credit score as many times, your credit report as many times as you like. Okay. It doesn't matter. Yep. And same for a broker because we do a file access. We don't yes. have to do an inquiry. Yep. Correct. Wonderful. And in terms of, I guess, is it back to businesses circling back to that. Yes. If I declare bankruptcy for the business, does that show up on my personal credit file? No. As a company, if I show, if I report. Even it? if you're like the director. Yes. Or the so you've got your consumer credit report, mm-hmm. and then below that it will state any companies that you've owned. They stay yeah. there forever. So yeah. on that, it just states simple information when it was incorporated business name, ACN, whatever, and then it will state what status you're at. Majority of the time it will say administration or um, something else. I can't remember what else it says. And that means that the business is either going into liquidation or it's going into bankruptcy. So it will affect you, but it depends on the lender. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it depends also on what they say. also if the credit person wants to scroll all the way to the bottom, I guess. But, yeah, well... <laughs> That is kind of in our role. <laughs> yeah. We kind of got to check that stuff, otherwise it'll come back and bite us. Oh, you just delete that last page. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I would never do that. Um, uh, in terms of, I guess, as a business, what was your number one pivotal moment? Like, what was the one thing that when you started, wipe credit clean? Yeah, or was there a pivotal moment? Yeah, was there a pivotal moment? Well, like an aha moment. No, I just worked hard. Hustle. I just hustled. Yeah. I literally started my business from a Tinder date's laptop out of my apartment in broad beach and hustled linkedin for about two months so linkedin was yeah. linkedin on, on is that, very i know this story like yeah. more in depth probably than i should but in terms <laughs> of the linkedin side of it and how you built your business off the back of that what yeah. was sort of the keys for that was it just messaging everyone yes and anybody yes was it doing as many connections yes. so you got banned from linkedin That's to correct. do your daily connections <laughs> yes <laughs> Networking, one on one. Give us a bit of insight into how was it consistency behind that? Like, were you just doing that every day, nonstop, for like months and months? Yeah, and months? I'm talking like one, two, three yeah. a.m. in the morning. Yep. I didn't have a choice. That was it's either I survive or I don't survive. Yep. Um, and I worked this like the business wasn't created out of oh I'm going to start a credit repair company. It was created yep. out of I'm really good at this. I don't have because I, I lost my job. Um, when COVID hit. Yep. So I was a sales manager on six figures, running yep. a credit repair company. I've been in the credit repair industry for years. And I was like, what the hell am I going to do? Nobody's hiring. Everyone's mm. in lockdown. Mm. Right. I'm going to start my own credit repair company. Yep. 
I just hustled. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I knew yeah. everything. And was that just hitting up like particular people, like real estate agents, brokers? No, just brokers. Just brokers. Yeah. Yep. And then going to events. Yep. Getting my face seen. You know, yep. you need to be as much as I service the whole of Australia now, getting to know your community really benefits in referrals. I think that's really interesting because you're not a necessarily a B2B business. You're more of a Correct. B2C business. Yeah. Obviously, if I was a company and I had default, yes, I, w- I could yeah. go to you. But you use the B2B relationship to leverage then those customers. Well, them. my um, – so I'm in my third year now, okay? So I've never paid for marketing. All of my clients have come straight from word of mouth or referrals. That's my awesome. My first year, yeah, that's awesome. I hit 250000 in sales. My second year, I hit just over three fifty. And I'm in my third year, I'm estimated to make half a mil. And that's awesome. just off word of mouth. Yep. That's I'm not trying incredible. to gloat, but I'm just saying yeah, yeah, no. you don't need marketing. Yep. You yeah. are a marketer. Like me right now sitting here with you guys and talking, mm. someone's going to refer. Yep. Mm. Someone's going to ask me a question. 100%. Like if you've got the, the, the capital behind you, be a sponsor. Sponsor yep. other businesses. Go out there and really, you know, you've got to sell yourself. I now have two employees and I don't work. Yep. So it's – I'm at that stage where I could literally go on holidays for three months. My business would just run by itself. Run on itself. Yeah. And so you're not involved in the day-to-day in year three? I can. If you need to. Yeah. <laughs> if my girls need me, yeah. I will. But I have two staff that run the entire business. I just go to events. Awesome. Um, I sponsor events and things like that. And to be honest, it was a little bit of a, I didn't kind of realize that my business was, <laughs> didn't need me <laughs> until probably <laughs> like a couple of months ago. And I yeah. was like, this is really weird. Like I've worked so hard my whole life. Was I've, that a happy moment or was it like I a- was depressed. <laughs> I was so depressed. <laughs> I'm happy now, but yeah, yeah, I was, because so, I just didn't know what to do. I yep. was like, what am I going to do? I'm so bored. I'm at home talking to my dog. <laughs> I'm like, what do you want to do? To, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was, it was strange for me because from a very young age, like I dropped out of school. I didn't even finish school. I went to like grade nine and I had three jobs from the yep. age of 14, moved out of home at 15. I've always been really independent and yep. been able to financially support myself and work so hard. Yeah. It was just bizarre. It was a really, I cried. Were you working less <laughs> though? Like before yeah. you took the full step back, were you working less, like not doing... Full yeah, like I was doing like, like yeah, like correct. Yeah. I was probably doing like three hours a day. Yep. But I was just doing that to annoy the girls. Like <laughs> Gemma would, <laughs> she messages me all the time, get out of my emails. <laughs> 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 Shush. <laughs> I'm in there. What are you doing with this client? Lonnie, read the notes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. Trust the CRM. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally. And she gets, she does get annoyed. Yeah. Um, but. No, Lani, I reckon that's an awesome achievement. I mean, in yeah. three years, that's incredible. Yeah. And right. Under three years, technically. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it was two years in April. Yeah, wow. That's yeah. awesome. And now I'm starting my another business. Yeah, tell us a bit about that. It's a completely different industry. Oh, it's of just, course. Um, a business podcast. <laughs> so credit repair, I love credit repair. Yep. Like, you know that. I'm very passionate about it. This um, business was started for money only. Oof. Just being completely honest, yep. it was for... You saw a gap in the market kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, it was like, right, I can do this. It's going to cost me a bit. I'm going to do it. Yep. Um, but I have all this free time and I'm like, mm. I need to do something. My brain was just dead. Yep. Netflix killed me. 
for like a month. I was like, wow, this is just terrible, Lani. Go to the gym or do something. <laughs> so <laughs> started going to the gym and I'm like, oh, wow, like what am I going to do? Yeah. So I've um, just secured, got the approval today from Oasis Mall in Broad Beach. Yay. And, uh, yes, yay. Very exciting. Um, and I'm opening a non-invasive body sculpting clinic. Ooh. It's called, look me up on Instagram, not me, but the business, Snatched Clinic. Love that. Top the at sign. <laughs> so Snatch clinic. Yeah. Um, be in Broad Beach at the Oasis. Correct. So I think what separates us from the what you were saying about being um, seeing a gap in the market. Yep. Um, body sculpting is very well known. Yep. Um, but the problem is, is there are a lot of machines that are out there that are not TGA approved, not FDA approved, straight off Alibaba, ten grand, and people are using it um, and. Charging a fortune. Charging a fortune, mm-hmm. um, pretending that it's actually a, a, a proper machine. There's no clinical proven, like nothing mm-hmm. behind it. So um, my machine though, here we go, sales line comes out now. Um, I'm one in three in Australia. Oh. Only one in Queensland. Wow. Right? Results, That's a gap. Yeah, only one in Queensland. Um, the results of my machine are the highest technology on the market. Mm. It is the only machine that does three treatments in one sitting and is compatible to any body type oh. because majority of the machines only have one or two pads. Yep. Mine have six. So wow. you want to do your that. bum and your leg and your arms? Let's do it, baby cakes. Let's yeah, do nice. it. <laughs> so as you go. Yeah, but I won't be running that. You won't be running that? So no. you, you'll be... Taking a step back from day one. You're going to need another business then to I know. Help, like, Lani, it's a never-ending problem. <laughs> if you want to be an entrepreneur, you can't be an entrepreneur if you're in working. Yep. Mm. Like, you've mm. got to build businesses that work for you, that make money for you to invest into something else. Um, so I think next year, though, we'll be a house. We'll be buying another house. Another house? A bigger house. Investment <laughs> property or just well, upgrading from the current one? No, definitely upgrading. Yep. We got into the market just before it went nuts. Nuts, yeah. And At a, uh, Labrador, isn't it? No, no, it's in Oxenford. Oxenford. That's practically that the new Labrador. Say that with in my voice. <laughs> 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 uh, to be honest, we, like, we bought a townhouse and um, we could have bought something that was close to a mill. Yep. We decided not to. Um, and the reason behind that is our property was worth 200, well, 200,000, I wish. 425,000 <laughs> is what we paid for it. Yep. And for us, our mortgage repayments are $350 a week. Yeah, wow, game mm-hmm. changer. That is smart money. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, we don't need a, a mansion at, you know, we're both, well, I'm 30 and my partner's 33. We don't need a mansion right now. We've got no kids. We've, we're just Not living, living beyond your means. Yeah, mm. don't do yep. that. And the Gold Coast pressures you to do that yep. yeah like just live within your means i think that's the most important thing especially yep. if you're a business owner because my partner's now a business owner as well yep. which i pushed him into he won't nice. admit that but i did <laughs> um so if you need any pest control i know somebody <laughs> what's the business name uh safer pest management safer pest management safer. Head here first cute <laughs> um but yeah just live within your means i think that's so important yep Perfect. And in terms of buying that first property, would that also be your advice to first home buyers? Don't max yourself yes. out. Yes. Mm-hmm. We are so grateful that we didn't go and get something for 800000 or 900 as our first property. We were like, we sit back and we go, we have so much money. 
like we have a lot of money to, yep. to that free money because we obviously pay a salary. Yep. Um, you can actually go out, enjoy yeah, yourself. Mm. Like we can, we don't, we can save quicker for something bigger yep. while we build our businesses at the same time because he obviously wants to step back as well and have somebody run his business. So doing that, it's, if we were, even if our mortgage was 600 based on what we pay ourselves, which is pretty average to be honest, um, it's it still wouldn't be affordable. Yeah. It like mm. our mortgage went up by forty dollars and we were like, Oh my God. Mm. What are we gonna do? <laughs> like that sounds ridiculous, yeah. but all these so people So many people it's are in so the same boat though. And they're not business owners and they don't have six figure incomes and yep. you know, they're on single parenting payment and they're a single mum with three kids and they, yep. they max themselves out on that like, first property. That's just don't do it. Yep. Nobody mm. cares where you live. Like for me, I was a little bit sad that we went to Oxenford, but because it's so <laughs> far away, I've always lived in Broad Beach, right? I've always been on the beach. I've had apartments my whole life yep. rented and I've always been somewhere near the water. So to buy in Oxenford, it wasn't because it's Oxenford. It was because I was so far away from the, the city. The marketing of yeah. just ride your bike to the beach. Yeah. yeah like quick one go, hour. Yeah. <laughs> three hours. <laughs> it's more like Helensvale. We live out like the back of Helensvale, yeah. but... Don't worry about what other people think. Yep. Like, I think that's really sound mm. advice. Oh my God, who cares? They could die tomorrow. Hey, you <laughs> own a property. Yeah. You're in the top percent of Australia. Can I just tell you something? When you own a property, everyone wants to give you loans. It's very naughty. <laughs> it's very bad sometimes. Oh, really? oh, you property backed? Yep, here you yep. go. Here's <laughs> that mm -hmm. new car you were looking yeah. for. <laughs> Here's that M4. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Once you've got an asset, it's yeah. very easy to secure it. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> in terms of buying your next property, are you looking mm. to go big or are you looking to still have that reserve type of mentality of we'll pull back a bit? And depends live on what means. the market's like. Yeah. We want to go because we bought a townhouse. Yep. And if you're buying a townhouse, make sure you get no body corporate because <laughs> it's amazing. We don't have body corporate. We can do whatever the hell we yeah. want. Um, wow. Do you, so there's no pool or anything? No. So it's not a complex. It's a, a like a duplex, so house in half. Oh, yes, yep. sorry. Yep. sorry. Sometimes yep. they're covered by body corporates, yep. um, which is just outrageous because it's just like one house split and one on a property, but and you can't like do anything without their approval. Anyways, um, what was I saying? We won't get into body corporates. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. It's <laughs> <laughs> a whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were saying, saying about what you're going to do for the next property. Oh, so next property, I think it'll have to be around the mill yep. stage. Um, property value I'm talking about, not loan value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I would love to live in Runaway Bay, Labrador, yep. close to the water, yep. have that but Still lifestyle. north, sort of. Yeah, yep. I don't – I would never live down this end of the coast. Yep. It's not for me. Okay. It's not for me. The <laughs> south side is love it. But yeah, anyway. I know. It's just – I don't know. For me, it's just really overpopulated. Yeah, it is. And I like – you know, Labrador is, you've got the beach, you've got the water, if you've got a boat. We're not talking about one mil to be close to the water down here, we're talking... Yeah, six. Yeah. Mm. More, um. ten. <laughs> so, but, yeah, that's the plan, hopefully. Yep. That might change. We might move to Bali and work in... I would love to go to Bali. Tax-free visa. What I up? Know, I know. But the villas look insane, too. Oh, so cheap. Stop. Let's all just go on a holiday. <laughs> the next <laughs> podcast we're going to Bali yeah, yeah traveling Bye. episode two um in terms of for yourself personally you know obviously probably pretty busy run two businesses yes even though you're not directly involved in the day-to-day -day of one of them yes 
what for you is like something that when you do it, it grounds you or lets you reset your mind so you can stay focused on what you're trying to achieve? Yeah, like what helps you music. relax? Music. Holy God, music is underrated. Mm-hmm. It is very – and I listen to all types of music, so screamo, R&B, everything. Well, Not Taylor Swift, okay? Okay. <laughs> what would be your top three, if yes. you can think of the most top of oh your head because I'm putting you on the spot, <laughs> top three party songs? Party songs? Or like yeah. if you need to like lift Ooh. your mood? Like lift yes. the What's mood, you get the vibe, oh. cranking. <laughs> Oh, God, I have so many. So just oh, – never mind. But, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say something. My partner, he's a DJ. And he DJs at oh. Crafted. Yeah, he wow. DJs vinyls, right? Yeah, Him right. and his dad both DJ vinyls. So he has the best taste in music. But for me, um, it's a 50 Cent song. His top number one. Um, what's it called? We're not talking Indie Club, are we? No, the money one. No Cent or something. Uh. I need my phone. Money one, we should know this. It's so good. This is nearly going to be the theme song, actually. <laughs> was um, it? Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but yes. I'm okay. On Look, I'm we'll on have to. We'll put it in the show we'll notes to, or something. Uh, yeah. Just give me one more. We'll play yeah, it after this. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though. Hey. I do know what you're talking yeah. about. What's your number two? Why <sighs> That's find this really song? hard. Party song. I don't really party. Are you talking about like getting my emotions? I like, get money. Ready? Yes, yeah. I get money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Intro for the song. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, second, oh, I don't know. I can't. I have so many good ones. Just, nah. Anything, like, that's a particular right. genre though? Like 90s? Nah, everything. Like everything? Yeah, I love Beartooth. Like that's Screamo. Oh, Screamo. Yeah. Screamo. Not Screamo, Screamo. Like can't yeah. hear what they're saying. Almost. They sing a little bit. Affliction, like that kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I like everything. I like old school, new school. Love, um, what do you call that music where it's, <laughs> it's really like, it's not techno. It's got a lot of bass and those people dance and they're all wearing bum bags and the shoes and they look like drug dealers. Like you know? Eshe. Yeah, what's that music called? EDM. EDM? EDM. Is yeah. it EDM? I think Love it. Yeah. At the gym, so good. Is that what you go for? <laughs> yeah. Gym, gym yeah. playlist, EDM. Or just 50 Cent. <laughs> Two very different M&M. genres. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we will get your top three party songs because we're going to make a Spotify playlist oh, that will recur throughout the season with each guest. Uh, and the first one for the season one will be top three party songs. Okay, can so I just... Top party songs. So just party songs, not top three songs in general. No, party songs. Like party songs. songs. Oh, yeah, just hear, stuff that gets you... Gets you going. Yeah, in the vibe. Like yeah. if you needed to quickly pump yourself up on like a drive or whatever, you go to. Yeah. Or like you, you, you got a five k to do on the treadmill, and you're like, here mm-hmm. we go. Or your gym okay. song. Yeah. Okay, I can do that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I wasn't prepared. You didn't put that in no, the notes fine. in the so, email. That's my fault. <laughs> um, but we will get those in the Spotify playlist and have it in the show notes. And we'll well. add it to the um, welcome email that we <laughs> sent. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make so sure you time to prep. Yeah, I would have come definitely. up with the best three ever. Sorry. Yeah, look, yeah, sorry, Lani. Sorry you're, the, you're number one. You're we'll a bit of a trial. Afterwards. Yeah, this is a trial and error situation at the moment. Um, in terms of, though, you alluded to going to the gym. Is that sort of a place where you go to reset a bit? Not really. I just do it so that I can eat. <laughs> it's a balance. 
Yeah, no, I, I just can being, agree to that. I don't go there no, to get no. fit. I just yeah. go there so I can shred my calories that I've just yeah, had in my yeah. 10 cocktails. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So, you know, it's no, it does give me <laughs> balance. Yeah, it is yep. good. It is good. I've only just, I used to do uh, Muay Thai before that yep. for a couple of years. And that was really good because I had severe anger issues a couple of years ago. I just mm. couldn't, I didn't learn how to process my emotions correctly. Um, and that helped with that. And yep. then two years COVID, no exercise, mm. zero. Ouch. Walk into the fridge and back. Yeah. But I was working, so I was always yep. on my laptop, always on the computer, mm. and I just got really unhealthy. Yep. And then I've only just – I think I'm in like week eight now at back of the gym. Nice. It's so good for so every good. part of your life, hey? Yeah, it's, it's just very it, – it does help. Yeah. It does definitely help. Mm-hmm. Well, before you go, what yes. would be your number one <laughs> takeaway for a business owner that is starting up today? And they want to get to somewhere where you are. Oh, don't take no for an answer. Don't take no for get an answer. Get uncomfortable. Yep. Yeah. You have to, if you want to be successful, you have to be uncomfortable. Yep. You have to push your boundaries. And that's so like cliche, but just don't take no for an answer. Yep. Get on LinkedIn. Yeah. And one thing, sorry. Yeah. Get on yeah. LinkedIn at 1am. Max out those yeah. connections. <laughs> <laughs> There's one other thing. Now it's just gone. Now I can't remember. What, what were we saying? You were saying don't take no yeah, for an answer. Yeah, hustle. No, it slipped my mind. Sorry. That's fine. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Oh, good. That's it. Just don't take no for an answer. Just don't work no hard. Yeah. Oh, there it is. It's back again. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so it would be don't be scared to fail. Yeah. I've actually started other businesses that have failed. Yep. Right? If you're not failing, you're not progressing in life. If Ooh, you, I like that. If you're starting a business – you just need to think about it. If if I fail, so what? I'll go and get a PAYG job. Yeah. Mm. It's always going to be available. It's not like your career is just going to disappear yep. and it's never free. Like, yeah. That's a great if point. Some, yeah, if something happened to me, I know I could go and get six figures working in, in an industry. Yep. Like, you've got to be confident that you are, that you will always have a PAYG PAYG. It's a Job. safety yeah. net yes. without yeah. having to a safety net. That is yeah. your safety net. Yeah. You, yeah. There is always a safety net to starting any business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think too, it. like when you think of the worst thing that could happen, it's normally that you just go back to where you are yeah. now. Like, What's wrong with that? Mm. Exactly. It was working for you before. Yeah, I could do sales manager mm. again. Yep. And then start something different. Hey, but you don't need to. Yeah. Just, yeah. just do it. Hurry up. Yeah, let's do it, Nike. Um, thank you, Lani, for no jumping worries. on. Thank, thank you for being you so much. <laughs> number one. Thank you for being number one. <laughs> Episode one with we'll Lani. Get, we'll get you back for sure. Um, yeah. And yeah, reach out if you want to follow Snatch Clinic. Thank you. Uh, for all your body snatching needs. Yes. Because <laughs> that's a, I didn't realize when yeah. you told me that that's yeah. like that's the term snatched like is what yeah. you call that process. Yeah. Anyway, is it for men and women? Correct. Yep. It's for mm-hmm. all body types, men and women. Whoa. Whoa, man. Men and women. Yep. Any mm-hmm. gender. Any gender. There is no discrimination. Discrimination. Anyone can go. <laughs> yep. You have to be a minimum age, though, probably. Probably. Yes. Yeah, 18. Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. Perfect. Just wanted to yeah. clarify. Yeah. Um, and we've got Wipe Credit Clean for all Rex. your credit repair needs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they are the best in Australia. I said that, not Lani, so don't shout out at her or get angry at her. That is me quoting me. Yeah. Best in Australia. I personally have used them countless times, which Lani can attest to. That's right. They literally turn clients' lives around and mm-hmm. can go from a no deal in mortgage land 
to a deal. So if you're a finance broker, mortgage broker, property agent, anyone involved in finance, maybe even car dealership land. 100%. I would recommend reaching out to the team on LinkedIn because, you know, yeah. LinkedIn, baby, it's where we it's do free. our best work. Uh, <laughs> reach out to them, set up a referral partnership. They pay referral fees we do. as well. We do, um, yes. And they look after the clients and that's number one. So Thank if you're you. a customer and you need repair services, hit up the team at Wipe Credit Clean. And uh, finally, last but not least, if you've got terrible bugs in your house, <gasps> <laughs> reach out to Lani's partner. Yeah, Safer Pest Management. Safer Pest Management. Carl. What up? <laughs> Carl, he'll look after you. Yes. Uh, especially if you've got cockroaches and all sorts of things crawling through your Loves house. It. So, anyway, thanks again for jumping no on, Lani. Thanks and for And until next me. time, we'll chat soon. Bye. 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 <laughs> Dollars and cents, cents, cents. That's how I feel. Dudes moving funny, it's funny, it's not real, ayy.